Good evening. Welcome to Beijing Diary. This is Eric in Beijing. A few weeks ago, Snow took me to visit her grandmother in the countryside outside of Beihai, and I was very interested in speaking with her because her life has spanned the better part of China's turbulent century. Listen now as Snow's grandmother talks about her life as a peasant farmer in South China. So you lived uh, around this area all your life? Uh, when her parents died, how old was she? Two years old. So then she went to live with uh, other relatives? She went to live with some other family members? So she was raised by her uh, by her uncle. Yeah. So this period of time, uh, see what uh, when was she? What year was she born? What year? What year? What year was she born? When was she born? ไอ้ที่เขาปาสเซ่ไอ้ที่เขาปาสเซ่ไอ้ที่เขาปาสเซ่ไอ้ที่เขาปาสเซ่ไอ้ที่เขาปาสเซ่ไอ้ที่เข
Uh, lots of farming. So yeah. she just lived in different places now. What? She lived in different places. She lived with different families. No. Oh. Just lived with her uncle. Yeah. But she wasn't her uncle's really daughter, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she has no have a a good life as she's console sister of all brothers, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah. But she ate the same food they did. She she lived in the same house, right? Mm, yeah. Hmm. Just didn't have as much. Mm, but the food is no. It is a little, uh, a little better than a little, mm -hmm. a little, uh, what, what, than, than, Really? Yeah. <laughs> How old was she when she left her home? Uh, left home. When she left home. Left home? Yeah. Um, it means she got married. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. When she got married, she uh, left home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody leaves the home when they get married. Mm, yeah, at that time. Mm. Yeah, you know. I see. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> oh, uh, she got married when sh when she was twenty years old. So she stayed at her uncle's house until then. Mm. Twenty years old. She got married. But I mean, before she was twenty, she lived with her uncle. Mm. Yeah. What we call the uh, uh, Mingguo period, you know. Mingguo. Yeah, na 1912. Oh, oh. Ijo, and uh, Ijo called Mingguo period. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so uh, this is a time of great change, right? Mm, yeah. So I would want to know about from her what uh, uh, kind of change she experienced. Mm. Uh, she she doesn't know this. Oh no! Uh, she didn't know this. No, she has no she has no knowledge. So so she doesn't understand it. Yeah. So what kind of uh, she wasn't uh, before she got married? If she wasn't. Uh, Going to school, what kind of work was she doing? Is she working for your uncle? You ask her? Oh. She do farming and um, uh, look after the cows on the farm. Oh, I see. Yeah. And all of her relatives were farmers then. Mm, yeah. So I, I am. Uh, 
thinking now is when you were born, uh, you came, how did you come to, can you ask her about this, how you came to be part of her family? What? Can you ask her how you came to be part of her family? How? How you came, mm, yeah. How I, how I came her family? Yeah. Oh. Can you ask her about that? Mm. I know that about it. Okay. I'll tell you. Okay, ask her to uh, tell her my question. When uh, when I was born, I I was I was uh, one month old. Uh, my another parents uh, didn't want to uh, have me because they think because they think I was a girl, not a boy. So they want to keep me to bring me up. So uh, they. They give me to to somebody, but but at that time, my my parents uh bring me up, and then uh my parents are uh, were very busy, so my grandma um brought me up. Yeah, at that time, my grandma uh was very very hard. Mm, you know, a baby, he must eat the uh, milk from the mother, you know, mm, and then I don't, I don't have eat to eat, so my grandma told me anyway to ask the mother who just has the child and, and ask if I could uh, ha uh, have your, uh, uh, and ask if the little baby could mm -hmm. have your milk from oh, okay. your yeah. Oh, I he, see. He go. He went anywhere to ask the, the new mother. I see. Yeah. So she uh, she took you and your grandmother took you in and took care of you and then went around to different places to find a wet nurse. Mm. Yeah. What we call a wet, wet nurse. Give you milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what does he? Huh? What does he see? Oh, she. Uh, he said. Uh, uh, that. Uh, the two men are the. Are is in order. Like, oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he doesn't recognize them. Hmm. He doesn't know them. No, them. Oh, he I see. He, uh, he doesn't know. So he's saying, why are those strangers doing here? <laughs> now she is a child. Yeah. yeah. So she always say <laughs> say something. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is not right, no. <laughs> yeah. When you uh, compare, uh, when you compare China, that's your mother or your grandmother. When you. She compares China today to China when she was a child. What, what is the uh, biggest uh, difference, most significant difference? Mm, I think 
uh, uh, I think uh, it must be now he leave the new house. I see. Yeah. Why don't you ask her what she thinks? Oh, I I I when she was married here, uh, uh, here, here's life is very, very poor. Mm, uh, they used to leave the house, uh, was made, made from the, 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 the wood and, and the roof, you know, uh -huh. the roof made from the, the, the glass, yes, you know, yes, yes. it's very, very poor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Use that first, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very poor. Right. So the, uh, their economic situation is better now. They, they have, they're not as poor now as they were then. So uh, ask your ask your grandmother why 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 she feel that uh, that things are better now. Because. Ask ask her what she she feels. Okay okay. Because now, her children are grown up, can give her things to eat, how to live. Yeah. Yeah. So because her family has grown up and uh, it's it's just a little bit easier for her to live. Her to live. Uh, my my number one brother will have no time. He is very busy now. So um, can you quickly and then uh, we go. Okay. 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 All right. Do you have any cousins? Well, I think that's that's good. Uh, uh, thank you very much. What a lady and what a life. You know, it's interesting how so much of her perspective is is influenced by the fact that she was orphaned as a child. And her life began in poverty. And uh, another thing that you, you notice, I mean, she, she mentioned that she was raised by her uncle. And I'm not, I'm not entirely clear on that because, uh, you know, it was as though, she, although there were other children in the family, she was treated a little differently because she wasn't her own child and I'm not sure how much of this was something that was overt or something that she just felt because she didn't really feel accepted and she didn't go into a lot of detail on how she survived during, during those early years it's possible that he uh, farmed her out to other neighbors and so on or, or whatever but I'm you know, not real clear about that but at any rate she didn't really seem to have a, a sense of belonging but now the other thing that uh, is very, very striking, and it's not, not just with this lady, but very common with people in the countryside of China, you know, I came, tried to come at this issue several times, 
in terms of looking at uh, the events over the last uh, 80 years of her life uh, and how uh, her circumstances were affected by them. But over and over again, she kept coming back to that point that her situation became better when she got married. Her situation became better when she has children who can support her. So, uh, you know, there, there's a certain... Uh, <coughs> there, there's an insight that you, that you get from talking to people like this, but there's also uh, a certain lack of insight because the different uh, scenes and seasons of a of a society tend to pass people by when they always live in poverty. When you're poor, you're just poor, and uh, so the the uh, the changes uh, that that go on uh, is, is and, and there have been many of them in China, uh, massive changes. She didn't say a thing about that. She. She talked about uh, how her own life was uh, improved by her uh, her family situation. So this focus on uh, <clears throat> on the family as a a uh, solution to the problems of life is really really uh, pervasive in rural China. Didn't didn't have any formal education, and they talked about how uh, they talked about how she lived in a thatch roof house, and you know that's that's uh, of course. Uh, sort of a symbol maybe of, of poverty. I remember uh, hiking through the villages in uh, the countryside of Japan where I grew up and see the old thatch roof houses and people were very poor. But uh, that in itself uh, I don't think is is the real nub of the issue. The, the, the thing is that she didn't really have any sense of, of home until she got her own uh, family. And uh, you see this in her uh, uh, adopting of this little child, which of course is snow. You know, uh, as I've said and mentioned before in discussing this issue, sometimes people in the West look at China and they say, well, the, you know, China, they don't like girls. It isn't really that they don't like girls, it's, uh, it's they don't like to be in poverty. If you've got a son who's going to be able to be gainfully employed, then you have a future. And you can see that with this lady. She took this little girl Snow, who was unwanted, went around to her neighbors and uh, uh, found everyone she could who, uh, who was pregnant, who was nursing a child, and said, please, could you, could, you, could you save a little milk for my baby? Going to one person after another to keep her daughter from, from starving to death. Uh, <clears throat> that's uh, genuine, genuine love. Someone who was desperately poor, uh, adopting a little girl who could not, uh, who had not, no, no hope of ever providing her with some future income, out of pure love and mercy. There's a there's a depth of uh, human kindness that comes out of this this woman's own uh, uh, fatherlessness, which again uh, shows itself in her uh, mothering this little girl and bringing giving her some hope. So that's an amazing story, really amazing story, and you can see. Uh, the fruit of it in Snow's life, you know, a very energetic, active, optimistic young lady uh, coming from the countryside of China and yet determined to learn English and to find out about the world she lives in and go to university. And so you see the, uh, the tremendous fruit of ordinary human kindness born out of desperate, desperate poverty. Okay, folks, that's all for this evening. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is hosted online at beijingdiary.podbean.com. That's beijingdiary.podbean.com.
www.thebigbookshop.com.